0: guys just letting you know in this episode we do discuss abortion in detail if this isn't for you right now maybe give this one a miss and if you do need any help or support at any time please contact lifeline on one three one 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 four. 14 hello everyone welcome back to another no stupid questions episode What a beautiful weekend. I hope everyone is doing well. And if you live in Victoria and Melbourne, you're enjoying the sun. Finally, it feels like I haven't seen the sun in years. (laughs) Again, want to apologize for my voice. I think I just have to accept that I am going to be husky for the rest of my life because it's just not going anywhere, but that's fine. I have had a huge week this week. I posted on my Instagram during the week about a pretty big life decision that I made or that I changed. I'm actually still in the process of figuring out what I'm actually doing now. Uh, Things have been a bit all over the place, but in a good way. Um, I do get pretty overwhelmed uh quite easily. So I've been taking some extra time and maybe some extra steps to take care of my head and my mental health in particular. Now, today we are talking about abortion laws and age requirements uh, for abortions in Australia. Now, this is something that did come up a lot in my health classes, particularly the sex ed classes that we went through recently. Um, I'm assuming that that's because of what has recently gone on in America with the overturn of Roe v. Wade. I think uh, that had a lot of people really quite nervous and uh, wanting to know about our laws here So I thought it would be a really good one to cover just so people are aware. I mean, abortion is healthcare at the end of the day, and it is something that is super important. Every single person should have that autonomy over their body, over their decisions, and over their life. I know that that might be an opinion maybe that some people think is wrong. However, I do not view that as an opinion. I view that as fact because abortion is healthcare That's a fact. So, what is an abortion? So, technically, an abortion is the termination of a pregnancy. So, it's a medical process that ensures a person will not give birth to a baby or go through a full pregnancy. So, that's 40 weeks of pregnancy. Now, this is not the same as a miscarriage. So, a miscarriage is where a pregnancy ends without medical intervention. So, no one has actually done anything to terminate that pregnancy. Although in saying that, uh, in some cases, medical intervention is actually needed after a person has a miscarriage. So I thought it was important to uh, put that in there as well and just determine the difference there. Again, I'm going to say it again, abortion is a form of healthcare and it should be available to absolutely everyone. Now, unfortunately, as we know, as, as I just touched on, in some places in the world, that is not available for people now, this is a massive problem, right? Because it just stops safe abortions being performed. It does not stop abortions in general. And there is a lot of the time that argument that, okay, we we'll don't have sex if you don't want to get pregnant. And that is absolutely ridiculous as well because we know as human beings, sex is something that we do for pleasure. It is not something that we just do to have a baby or to start a family. In fact, there's a lot of people in the world they don't want to have kids and a part of this as well is making sure that people have access to contraception options condoms the pill the iud whatever that is um, and that is an issue in some places in the world as well so having access and being able to get an abortion is something that we are really really lucky to have unfortunately i have to use the word lucky to have here in australia Now, there are some myths about abortions, and these include that they can cause infertility, breast cancer, or you might experience long-term psychological problems after having an abortion. Now, none of these things are actually linked to abortion, and there is no actual evidence to support these claims either and that is not to say that someone who experiences an abortion may not have any um, mental effects afterwards or experience mental health problems afterwards. Of course it's so individual but there is no evidence to support that people will always experience long-term psychological problems. So why might a person decide to get an abortion? Now, this is a very, very personal choice and can be made for a variety of reasons. Of course, this decision can be extremely difficult to make as well and therefore can have significant impacts on a person. Some reasons that people might find are unplanned pregnancy. So a person didn't actually plan to get pregnant personal circumstances is a huge one, financial considerations as well, abusive relationships, uh, pregnancy occurring as a result of rape, or the person just simply not wanting to have a child. Health risks to the mother or the child can also be a reason. Now, whatever the reason, it is up to the woman to decide what is right for them. And it is absolutely no one else's decision. There is no one reason better than another. It is up to the individual, because at the end of the day, it is their body, it is their life, and therefore, it should be their choice. So what are the abortion laws in Australia? So abortion is legal in every Australian state, and most have an age requirement of 16 years where you can go alone. Any younger than that, though, there must be parental consent, and there is certain counselling around it as well. Now, Western Australia firstly decriminalized abortion in 1998. Victoria decriminalized it in 2008. And South Australia decriminalized it in 2022. When I was researching for this, I saw Vic was 2008 and I thought, geez, a little bit late. And then I saw South Australia only decriminalized it in 2022. It's wild that there was still a part of Australia last year without proper reproductive rights. I mean, looking at the bright side, that is, you know, it's really great that that is an option for women in South Australia now. Now I am just gonna go through each state individually, unless they've got the same laws. This is according to an article from the Guardian. So in the ACT and Tasmania, you can get an abortion at 16 weeks of pregnancy. Now, anytime after this, two doctors must approve the abortion. And if you are in the ACT, you have to go to Sydney for this as well, or interstate. Generally, it's when people go to Sydney, which is in New South Wales. If you are from New South Wales or Queensland, you are able to access an abortion up to 22 weeks of pregnancy. After that, again, you need two doctors' approval. In South Australia, you are allowed to get an abortion for up to 22 weeks and six days. Now, that is weirdly specific, but after that, two doctors have to discuss whether it is necessary. In the Northern Territory and Victoria, you may access abortion for up to 24 weeks. Again, after this, you need approval from two doctors. And in WA, you can access abortion for up to 20 weeks, but afterwards, it has to be approved by a panel of six doctors, where at least two deem it to be necessary. Now, this is a weirdly outdated law, I think, and the thought of a woman having to go in and face what they call an ethical panel, who determines what she does with her body is still a little bit off. Uh, However, I mean, it's still good that we are able to access an abortion in WA up to 20 weeks. Now, I thought this was important to add in here as well. According to Healthline, in most states and territories, it is illegal to protest within 150 meters of a clinic or a service that provides abortions. That is fantastic. I think it should be, you are not allowed to protest, at all, because it has nothing to do with anyone else. However, it is good that there are laws in place around that as well. Moving on now, I just want to quickly talk about the types of abortions. Now, according to Health Direct... The first one is surgical. Now, this is done through something called suction curette, which involves removing the lining and contents of the uterus by suction with a small plastic tube. Now, this is just a day surgery that is quite straightforward and safe when performed by a medical professional. It only takes about 15 minutes, so it only really requires about half a day in the hospital for most people. Now, this one is most often performed before 14 weeks of pregnancy, so it'll depend on what type of abortion you get based on how far along you are. The second type here we have is medical. Now this is super low risk as well. This usually happens earlier than nine weeks and it is known as the abortion pill. Now this is a two-stage process. So the first stage is taking a tablet that actually blocks the hormones necessary for pregnancy to continue. And then the second step involves uh, about 36 to 48 hours afterwards, there is another medication that causes the contents of the uterus to be expelled. So it's almost like a person is having a period. It almost forces a period onto a person. Now the last kind here is late-term abortion, and this is for abortions that occur after 14 weeks of pregnancy, very similar to a surgical abortion, but instruments are actually used to remove the fetus instead of a suction. So that's the, the key difference there. So those are the three types there. You've got medical, which is the one that occurs generally earlier than nine weeks. Surgical, which is up to 14 weeks. And then after that, you would uh, experience a late-term abortion, which occurs after the 14 weeks. Now, how much do abortions actually cost? So this will depend on the type of abortion, how far along you are, and whether, of course, you use public or private services. So bulk billing can be offered or be partially covered by Medicare, which is great. Private can unfortunately cost several hundred dollars. Now, just the general medication can cost around $50, of course, less if you've got a healthcare card. And if you are from the ACT and you are needing to travel interstate, like I spoke about, uh, that is obviously going to be a travel cost as well. So it totally just depends on your individual situation. It is important that we know that Medicare can cover some of the cost. Now, I spoke a little bit about counseling options as well for those people who are under 16. So these are actually also available for anyone looking Um, you know, to have an abortion or who's had an abortion and needs that afterwards. So support is generally available through your GP and they will encourage you to seek help as well. This is because this decision, as I talked about earlier, can be a very emotional experience. And you may also find that there is pressure from other people pushing their opinions on you or pressuring you, which can also make the situation worse Seeking help from a third party is really, really good because they can provide you with really unbiased advice and help you make the best decision for you. Follow-up care in the weeks afterwards is also available as well. That is all for today's episode. I hope that you feel more informed about abortions, the types of abortions, and the laws that we have here in Australia. Now, I know I do get some uh, listeners from across the world. I would encourage you to look up your abortion laws wherever you are. Obviously, I can't cover every single country or every single state uh, around the world. So, I think that it's really important to be informed of this. A reminder that abortion is healthcare and you should be able to make the right decision for yourself. Enjoy the rest of your week. I'll be back in your ears next week for another episode, just a normal one, a little bit longer next week. Thank you so much again for listening. Stay safe and I'll see you later.